0: Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Give me one minute here. We're going to get started. All righty. Um, yes, we are good to go. All right. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. I'm the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling. I'm a licensed therapist. I'm a published author, and I help people to get free, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally free through Jesus Christ. So let's get started here. Let me give me one minute. Let me make sure y'all can hear me. Okay. We're going to have a good topic, y'all, today. We have a really, 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 okay, really good topic. All right. So let me turn this down and to make sure I can see any comments. That come. Okay. Let's get started y'all. today. We are going to talk about how to deal with persecution. I am ready. Okay. <laughs> so how to deal with persecution, um, persecution, persecution, excuse me, is going to come, um, if you are a believer, but there's a way you should handle persecution. And there is a way that you should not handle persecution. Um, I'm going to be looking down because today I bought my Bible. Now, I know y'all can't see it. It's under this cute little cover, Amazon. But um, I'm going to be reading some scripture as well. Um, You will experience persecution. I will experience persecution. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to tell y'all uh, my business but true story sometimes like when I'm when I study or I talk about things I talk about things that I have gone through like literally yesterday your girl was attacked like all the way attacked <laughs> okay so you're going to experience persecution and um, and how you handle it is really really important and so let me just give you this disclaimer and talking about this I'm not talking about uh, persecution so that we can have this doom and gloom uh, mentality where, um, you just had this kind of, uh, was a victim mentality, but you want to be able to live in peace and joy and happiness and maintain those boundaries, uh, while dealing with persecution. Hey, Hey, can you hear me? Okay. Can everyone hear me? Okay. I think you can. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everyone can, but we're going to talk about how to deal with persecution. always remember that if you are tried and true and then you love God, when you love God, he is for you. Let me see. Hold on. Let me make sure y'all. Let me make sure. Okay. Obviously. Thank you. Thank you. How to deal with persecution. So let's start by defining it. Persecution is hostility being mistreated because because of one's Christian faith you will also experience persecution because of your success that brings others, uh, to a feeling of jealousy or, or envy. Um, oftentimes when people are jealous or envious of you, they will not, um, they're not aware because they are operating under a spirit of deception. But let me give you an example. Um, Joseph's brothers, um, uh, were jealous of him, right? Um, um, who else? Cain killed Abel um, and I believe it was out of jealousy. So I say all that to say that persecution is not always being persecuted for our Christian faith. Sometimes you are persecuted because of uh, your success or the favor that God has placed on your life um, triggers other people's uh, insecurity, right? But again, Um, We cannot focus on the opinions of other people but we do have to try our best to deal with things in a Christian like manner, and I am a witness y'all it's not always easy but it is necessary and you can um, be a Christian. This is what I said. Like I was telling folks, I was literally attacked on yesterday. Like you can literally um, say, this is not acceptable. I'm not going to put up with this. These are my boundaries and that is okay. All right, so what is persecution? We said that. Uh, it is again, for those who come in hostility because of your Christian faith, it's also, you can experience persecution because of your successes um, that brings jealousy or just the favor of God on your life right okay so let's define what persecution is and again for y'all i did those coming i did have my bible my b-i-b-l-e and i'm going to read some scriptures so if y'all see me looking down like that it's because uh, i usually don't have my bible scriptures like you have them up on the screen but now um we just gonna go with it like this like this like so <laughs> i like um when Tabitha says it like this like so <laughs> all righty so let's get it popping. um the first scripture that we will read is going to be found in second Peter chapter three. I'm going to be reading this from the new living translation. So we're going to read second Peter chapter three, verse three, very, um, um, simple scripture, but it's going to be going to open it up a little bit, right? It says most importantly, I will remind you that in the last days, stop right there in the what days last days last days, uh, what, what time are we in. I believe if you look at the signs of the time and my, um, my pastor has been talking about eschatology and all these things. We are definitely living in the last times or in the last days, right? Um, so, so we are living in the last days where scoffers will come mocking the truth and following they, their desires. Um, this is an example of people who will persecute you. One, they mock the truth um they are scoffers which we will define in a minute and they follow their own desires okay so i'm gonna keep keep going here right so then there's second uh peter two verse is what verse we're gonna go to go verse number 12 it says they scoff at things they do not understand like animals they will be destroyed there is a day of judgment okay there is a day of judgment so when you experience persecution and people keep doing things to you that are not appropriate they will face judgment and i will uh, i don't know if i'm going to um well maybe i'll talk about it but also not only will they face judgment but the bible talks about we will give an account to every idle word it's going to be a hard word today. I don't expect a whole bunch of people to log in, but you know, not that I ever do, but uh, it's going to be hard. So we will give an account for every idle word, everything we post, everything that we say, and to my haters, everything that y'all speak about me behind closed doors. We will give an account of every idle word. God hears that right so what are scoffers scoffers will come mocking the truth following their own desires we said that um but they speak to someone or they speak about someone or they speak about the christians or the christian faith in a divisive or mocking way they speak derogatory derogatory and they ridicule you right okay now there's different types of, of, of persecution but that is one thing that we are I, I, I highlighted scoffers because when I was studying this um last week because I was just y'all the Lord was just with me uh I was getting up in the morning praying and and like getting in that text I wish I could tell my. I, I was highlighting I was like oh Jesus and then I was attacked on Saturday so sometimes God prepared you right so anyway what ended up happening was um anyway so the point is they speak about these in a derogatory way right there's there's different types of persecution there is physical persecution now in the united states obviously we don't have as much physical persecution for righteousness sake now hopefully we won't go there but you know you you've heard of it in the bible times you've heard about it in um you've heard about it uh, again in, in certain countries where uh, christianity is kind of like illegal to practice or people are um be- being mistreated physically uh, assaulted because of there's actually on i think it's on youtube um there was this guy in a um a, a different country who had a different belief system or, or the country had a different belief system and they were very anti-christian and he was beheaded because he did not um he did not uh, denounce christ right and i don't know if y'all heard about that it's on, it was on the news it was i saw it on youtube um and he did not deny christ and of course he ended up passing away um because we was it. um uh, but that'll be an example and again we don't experience a lot of that um being persecuted for, for uh, physical physically persecution, being physically persecuted for righteousness sake however um um but it does happen it does happen right um, then there was uh, spiritual now as a therapist I have helped people who who have been raised in like cults who've been a part of cults um, really my experience has been like um, like like children who were raised in that environment um, and coming out I haven't done a lot of adults who who came in I think I may have one adult but spiritual abuse that will be again your your kind of like witchcraft um, it is like uh, spiritual abuse, when you have abusive leaders, um, these people who experience spiritual abuse can also experience symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. So these are persecutors who are led by the spirit of the antichrist. Um, we're gonna talk. I don't know if I'm gonna talk about the antichrist at this live, but the antichrist has like a form of godliness, but denounces God. So sp- he's spiritual, uh, but is not. Um, Is not being led by the Spirit of God. And you will find people who are like that who, who say they're spiritual, but you can discern uh, what they are being led by by their actions. They're not being led by the Spirit of God. Okay. Okay. Um, so you can experience persecution through physical, through spiritual, and then through actions and then deeds, right? You can also experience persecution through words. Words are when someone speaks uh, again continues to speak derogatory falsehoods lies in an attempt to defame your character um and so there's somewhere in 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 these different types of persecution you may have found yourself um and and that is okay the reason why I wanted to do this live again was not so much that we focus on persecution and the haters but I truly believe that if you are aware of what what's really going on and the spirit behind something, you have a better resolve. You're not willing to give up or throw in the towel to God, by me get upset and, oh, and, and go to crying and carrying on and getting ready to fall out and, and get ready to uh, well, give up all because of persecution. You just know that you're gonna be persecuted for righteousness sake. Um, and like I said, before I experienced um, someone attacking me, um, I had been in the world all week long studying this. So when it happened, i was like okay jesus really (laughs) okay say that's what we're gonna do all right got you um so again i want to talk to more about how to deal with it but you got to have a relationship with god you got to be prayed up you got to know who you are in god because remember the words come and they attempt to defame your character but if you know who you are in god it does not change it does not change you're not saying well, did i did i really i don't they don't know you're like no I know who I am and God, me and God have a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So uh, another thing you see on social media in particular, and this is this is where I go back to what I said is that we will give an account to idol, every idol word. You see people on platforms talking about y'all, y'all Christians and that's the church and now y'all Christians. And it's like everything that happens in the world, it's, it, it, it all goes back to an attack on the church. Or attack on christians let's be clear about this jesus died for his church which is his bride we are the my pastor said this morning the church is not a building it is a group of people jesus died for he died for for everyone but he is coming back for his church i want you to imagine this i want you to imagine a a man that's that is amazingly in love and, and 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 fully um Uh, in love and embracing of a wife, right, bride, wife, he loves her. He sees her flaws. He sees her proclivities. He sees that she's not perfect, but he has made a decision to love her with everything that he is so much so that he says, I will die for this woman because I love her. She is everything to me. How would you think that man would respond to somebody attacking his church? I mean, his wife, right? How would you respond? How do you think he would respond? He'd be ready to fight, right? He'd be ready to like, hold up, son. Uh, This is my wife. Doesn't matter whether or not she's wrong, right? Maybe she was wrong. Maybe she was right. Um, But that's still his wife, And that's how God feels about us, his church. The church is a group of people, um, not a building like my pastor said, but of people who are imperfect, who get it wrong, who don't have it all together, but we still belong to him. And he's going to fight for us, right? And so he is in love with his bride, called us the church. And anybody who, who puts their mouth on his bride is not being led by the spirit of God. And let's be clear, God is in love with his wife called the church so we have people these these christians here oh these christians know this church they're not being led by god they by being by led by the spirit of the antichrist which is anti-god and anti-church let's keep it moving so to actively oppose the church christians um that is wrong right or To have malicious intent, that is persecution, malicious intent, all right, towards someone. Okay, so just because you tell someone the truth according to scripture doesn't mean you hate them, it doesn't mean you judge them, and it also does not mean you have not forgiven them. OK, let me say it again. Just because you tell someone the truth about something, it doesn't mean it does not mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you're judging them. It does not mean you're operating in unforgiveness. Compromising Christians always have a problem with real Christians. Right. We're going to talk about how to do the persecution in a minute. But we got we to set some foundation here. I'm not going to be before you long. That's what I always say. <laughs> I may be for you long, but hang with me, okay? If you can't, pause it and keep it moving once you watch the replay. Um, compromising Christians always have a problem with real, tried, and true Christians, okay? Now, it's different between uh, being a church person and being a Christian, okay? There's two different dynamics. Like, you know, my single sisters, there's different between a church guy and a Christian. They're, they're different. Now, a Christian should go to church, right but there's a difference between someone who has the culture of church and those who have a relationship is what i'm saying so why is this important this is important for a number of reasons one the spirit of the antichrist is being released right now as we speak um right now as we speak the spirit of the antichrist is being released and it has has been released but is being released to a greater degree in our world today um this is not an eschatology teaching so i'm not gonna go there but the spirit of antichrist is being released in the world today. And so you're going to experience more uh, persecution, or you may experience more persecution because of that. But again, if you are aware and you understand what spirit folks are operating under, you don't have to be offended, right? So let's go to Second Timothy 3 verses 5. It says, they will act religious um again new living translation y'all cuz that's why I'm, if it if the language sounds a little different i am reading it from the new living translation it says um listen let me go up to club something and ooh this is really good this is really good okay we're going to read all, <laughs> we're going to read the first couple of verses i'm not going to stop there i'm going to take my time today um second timothy verse 3 i've started to start at the fourth verse but i'm going to go back up to the first verse Um, because it's gonna be it's good it says you should know this timothy that in the last days there will be difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money they will be boastful proud and watch that word again we already talked about scoffing scoffing at god listen to the disobedient to parents and ungrateful they will consider nothing sacred They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander. Remember we talk about malice intent using words, to um to come against someone's character slander others and have no self-control they'll be cruel and hate what is good they will betray their friends be reckless be puffed up with pride uh, with pride excuse me they will love pleasures rather than god they will act religious but they will reject the power that can make them godly stay away from people who are like that the king james version says do away with such people okay um but these are the, the the times that we are living in again That's second timothy three read these on your own time when i give scriptures because when i tell you the Holy spirit and the lord will illuminate these things to you and he'd be like oh my goodness really promise you it will okay so they had the outward appearance of being a christian but the bible the king, the king james version just turn away from these people because you will be persecuted because when you are a true Christian, you will be persecuted for being a true Christian. All right. You will, you will, you will, you will. And again, we're going to give you some solutions to be encouraged. Uh, we want to give you, Oh, I I, know we in here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you some instructions to be encouraged. Um, and because it will, it, it will come. You know, missing people, people who are so anointed that they never experience any type of persecution. We don't want to focus our lives on that, but we also um, don't want to, you just don't want to um, just give up and throw in a towel because you experience persecution. But you got to call a thing a thing. And know that God will strengthen your heart, all right? So before we get to strategies, one a uh, little more here. Matthew 10, 22. Matthew 10, 22. And it reads, let me look up 22. Um, and all nations will hate you because you are my followers. We're gonna take that description, dissect it, all nations. So sometimes people will hate you because of your relationship with God. Now, again, people are under a deceptive spirit they don't have what we call insight in the therapy work. They're not going to be like, why do I not like this person? What is going on with me that I mistreat? Like, you know what I'm saying? A spirit of deception calls a lie the truth and calls the truth a lie, okay? And all they do, we call it projection. They How they feel about you, they project it onto you all. bump, 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 And it's really how they feel. Like, you see how my hand is going like this and 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 uh, I'm pointing at you like this, Um so it's like this you are doing and it's accusation you are that, that, that. but it's really i am this x y and they project it on you we call it projection all right so you're going to be hated are you going to be loved absolutely you can have more people that are for you that's going to be against you Or you will have time when you are, you are persecuted and again um, you will come out victorious but you can't respond uh fire with fire you know you can't respond um brute with brute You know what I mean? You got to respond like Christ. Sometimes responding like Christ is hard. It is hard, but it is necessary and it can be done. Okay. But you will be hated. Now let's talk about this, um, points. How do you deal with persecution? How do you deal with persecution? Right. And, uh, I think about 10 points. Um, so first number one way to deal with persecution is you got to get over your need to be accepted by people. This is something that I've had to learn over and over and over again. Get over your need to be accepted by people, okay? Rejection is a part of your uh, um, persecution. Rejection is a part of your persecution. There are some people, no matter what you do, no matter your intentions, no matter how you cross every I and dot every T, they are going to have a problem with you. Get over it. Now, let me, I I dealt with a lot, um, a few weeks ago, I think it was called the fruit or the root of rejection. Just because you experience rejection does not mean it has to take root in you and develop a whole stronghold. Okay. So experiencing rejection does not necessarily mean you're going to, you're going to manifest this root or fruit of rejection. Um, but you will be rejected, right? Jesus was rejected. The Bible talks about how he was coming when he came to his own hometown among his own people. He could not do many miracles. And he said this statement, no prophet is without a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown, amongst his own people. So who will who will reject you? Sometimes people in your own hometown and your own people will reject you. Okay, and if Jesus experienced that, so will we. Now let's again deal with another little scripture here. Um, we're gonna take that scripture that I just read, and I'm gonna dissect it even further. It's gonna be a lot. Hang with me. It's gonna be good. Um, and again, we got. I had to just. I had so much scripture. I gotta take. I gotta take it. You know, uh, step by step with the scripture today. Matthew 10 verse 16. It says, "Look, I'm sending you out among uh, uh, as sheep among wolves." Okay, Matthew 10 and the verse I started with, it was the 16th verse. I can't remember if I say that. Um, um, So be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. Be aware for you will be handed over to courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this is your opportunity to tell the rulers and other believers or unbelievers about me. When you're arrested, don't worry how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time, for it is not you who will be speaking, it is the Spirit of God who is speaking through you. Okay, that's a hard text, but it is true. Let me tell you the first, not the first area, different areas of persecution. This area of persecution talks about um, being uh, whipped and flogged, women that physical, but it also talks between standing, standing before the trials of governors and kings. Okay, rulers, governors, kings, rulers, governors, kings, rulers, but it's an opportunity, so one area that you may experience persecution from is people who are in positions of authority, um, positions of leadership and positions of uh, platforms or dominance. Okay. You will experience persecution from those, but remember when you experience that God is still with you and the Holy spirit is still with you and he will still speak through you. Okay. But you will experience persecution on that level. Is it everybody? No, (laughs) not, not everybody, but when you do experience those and as a therapist, one of the things I see a lot of is, again, um, because I counsel leaders, people who experience um, persecution from people at upper management or um, their they're, um, they're the managers or the the leaders within that company and they kept saying i'm I'm a christian and i love god and i'm trying to do what they tell me to do and do it the correct way but i'm experiencing that it's because of the anointing on your life sometimes you experience persecution from people who are intimidated by your anointing not necessarily by your the position that you were in right now by the anointing by what you walk in all right so what should we do the scripture again says take the opportunity every." thing that you do take the opportunity to be a witness to Christ this is something I'm still working on (laughs) but take the opportunity to be a witness to Christ and his goodness towards you don't worry about it that is hard but again it is the supernatural spirit of God the Holy Spirit helps us not to worry okay and it says don't let it and I said don't let it stop you I gotta read my notes. <laughs> don't let it stop you. Keep at it. And I don't have time, but if you, another uh, good Bible, just uh verse to read chapters to read is the book of Nehemiah because Nehemiah experienced persecution. He was trying to build his, um, the, the, the 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 wall and he was, uh, had a mandate from God. and He was experiencing persecution from other leaders. Okay. So don't be surprised if people are coming at you from that end. Remember, it's still an opportunity to be a witness to Christ. Okay, so let's go through Matthew 10, verse 21. A brother will betray brother to death. A father will betray his own child and his children will, uh, will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. i tell you the truth, the son of man will... Uh will return before you have reached all towns of Israel. So again, who else is gonna persecute? It says brothers, it says children, it says, um, you know, brothers, children, fathers, um, uh, brothers, children, fathers. So he's talking about family. There's some of you who experience persecution from your own family, okay. They will experience persecution from your own family. And remember, we said persecution is hostility because of your faith, your success, that brings jealousy to other people, okay? So, and that's, and that's okay. But again, look at the opportunity here. He said, but when you're persecuted flee," he is telling us that, that the persecution is not going to be able to stop us. If you persecuted one in one town, just go to the next town. That means there's gonna be opportunity in the next town. All right? Let's keep going on. Uh, Matthew 10, we're going to add the 24th verse, New Living Translation. Students are not greater than the teacher. A slave, uh, slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher and slaves to be like their master. And since, watch this, and since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, the members of my own household uh, will be called even worse. So Jesus saying, listen, they called me the prince of demons. He said, now you are members of my household, my family of Christ. What do you think they're going to call you? Everyone calls something that's not you? Everyone accuses something you ain't never do? This is why I love the Lord. We do not have a father who's sitting there on heaven. Uh, He's not a, a, what is it? Uh, uh, A statue. He's not a, a wooden statue. He is acquainted with the sufferings that we experience so when you get accusations coming against you things you people saying that you did that you didn't say people trying to assassinate your character and people don't do this they call jesus the prince of demons he said they called me they, they 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 called me the prince of demons he the savior of the whole world sis bro like he the savior of the whole world he's been named uh called names right So guess what? So will we, but we have an advocate with the father. God sees everything. Oh, I love my Lord. I love him. I love him. I love him. But it said, don't be afraid of those who threaten you. So guess what they're going to do? Threaten you. Why? How do I know that Because verse 26 says, but don't be afraid of those who threaten you. Don't be afraid of those who threaten me. That means they're going to try to threaten you (laughs) Uh, for a time is coming. Um, Uh, when everything that is covered will be revealed all the secrets will be known to all okay what i tell you will be revealed and all that is secret will be known to all What i whisper in your ear shout to the mountaintops for all to hear so everything that goes behind closed doors every plot every plan guess what it's gonna be revealed all right um, now, I'm going to go down to verse 28, Matthew 10, verse 28. I know I'm taking my time on this one, but I'm going to take my time today. I was going to break it off in two points, but I'm not. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> they said, Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. So, you have people who want to kill or assassinate your body. Sometimes you have people who want to kill or assassinate your character. They want to kill or assassinate your business or they want to kill or assassinate, or assassinate your ministry. What you going to do? You're going to cry or you going to put your. I was like, put your big girl jaws on and you gonna keep moving we're gonna go we're gonna go forward in jesus name right so but let's don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body they cannot touch your soul my god fear only god who who can destroy both soul and body in hell what is the price of two sparrows or one copper but the single sparrow can fall to the ground without your uh, excuse me, but a single sparrow cannot fall to the ground without your father knowing it And the very hairs of your head are numbered. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrow. And I forgot to read in the verse 30, and the very hairs of your head will be, uh, the very hairs on your head are numbered. God knows every detail of our lives, every detail. Okay. Um, We're going to skip around here for the sake of time. Uh, Verse 34. Uh, Matthew 10 verse 34, don't imagine I've come to bring peace to, let me say it again, don't imagine I've come to bring peace to the world. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I've come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or your mother more than you love me, verse 37 you are not worthy of mine if you love your son or your daughter more than me you are not worthy of mine if you refuse to take up your cross and follow me you are not worthy of mine if you cling to your life you will lose it but if you give it up you will find it that is very profound again it talks about persecution that you experience through family so let's review that again point number two how i deal with persecution i said take the opportunity i said don't worry about it and i said let uh, don't let it stop you keep moving forward okay so that was one two three four five that's the number six forgive 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 and show love um now matthew five verses 43 and 44 i know i'm going through a lot of scripture i don't go through this much scripture i need to tell you what the scripture says but i'm going through it today um you have heard the law says love your neighbor and hate your enemy um but i say to you love your enemies Pray for those who persecute you and that way you will be acting as a true, as children of God, your father in heaven. Listen, listen, this is difficult, but you can love your enemies. You can do good to them um, that hate you. You can love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. This is what I have said and I will repeatedly say, and this is my life macho and I will say it until the day I die. Um. You can love someone, you can care about them, you can forgive them. It does not mean you have to deal with them, particularly if they have a pattern of established pattern of doing the same thing over and over and over again. There's some people that you can only offer a prayer to. It does not mean you need to invite them for dinner uh, and sit down and have a conversation. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Because you don't have to intentionally, it just doesn't, you don't have to be a, a doormat. All right, but you can forgive, and you can show love, and you can pray. You can pray, okay? So remember, uh, and then we're going to number seven here. Remember that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Remember, uh, according to Isaiah fifty four eleven, no weapon. Hold on, let me read that. Let me make sure I got that right. Let me make sure I got that right. Did I get that right? Yes, Isaiah fifty four eleven. No weapon formed against you shall prosper they may appear to be prospered temporarily but most of the time uh, they will not prosper as of all the time i've I've had experiences of people have come against me and temporarily it's like oh it feels like they're winning you know but God keeps saying to Mary this is what I told you keep focused on the purpose the plans that I, I have for you you cannot treat a child of God any kind of way, say anything, lie on their character, and continue to persecute them, and think they will get away with it. And even if you get away with it in this lifetime, there is a place called judgment. That's why the Bible said there were many in the last days who said, "Did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not do this in your name? Did we not do that in your name?" And the and, and God will say, "In the day of judgment, which is coming, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. But remember, no weapon formed against you shall prosper." But here's the key, and this is the key when it comes to deal with persecution. And Never said that they wouldn't form. It never said that they wouldn't form, right? Verse number afraid, don't be afraid. You have authority over the enemy. Oh, not when I say the enemy. <laughs> i'm not referring to the enemy like people that are coming against you right i mean the enemy satan and his demons you have authority if you are blood true but, but i believing christian you have authority over the enemy. Now, i did have, say something very controversial in our last live but i'll say it again those people walk around these bees and these and these uh sages and and seances and all these things the reason why they do it because they don't operate in the real holy spirit but when you have the real holy spirit you have the authority over every demon you gotta go and do all this to your house you gotta throw you walk up in your house say anything not like god in here and his spirit not like that in here got to go in jesus name you something you have authority over the enemy so luke 10 19 it says i have given you power to trade on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you nothing shall by any means harm you come on y'all Quick promo. I did do a live called God's Protection Plan. Uh, that's on my YouTube channel. Just go through it. I may post a link uh, to it, but it'll say God's Protection Plan. It'll be it'll bless your life. right Point number 10. Don't fight, pray. Don't go toe-to-toe with somebody. I bet so. You step outside, and I step outside, and then we go. don't do that. That is so foolery. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, two scriptures that I'm going to read. The other one I'm just going to give you a synopsis of, uh, real quick, because I absolutely uh, love this scripture. But let's talk about. Um, if I get to that one, let me go to another one, y'all. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Give me a minute. I love this question. Where's my second Timothy? Oh. Here we go. Second Timothy. um, Second Timothy verse three and uh, chapter five. Hmm. No, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Second Timothy two, okay. Second Timothy two, verse twenty two. Don't fight, pray, run away from anything that stimulates, uh, uh, stimulates youthful lust. Instead, of pursue righteousness, uh, pursue righteousness living, love and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those with a pure. Heart, that is not the scripture. Anyway, <laughs> we'll keep moving. Another scripture that I love is Acts chapter four. In in Acts chapter four, uh, what was happening with the pot. This is surely at the Pentecost, right? And so what happens during Pentecost, the people of um, at that time were being persecuted this, the church was growing um, enormously this at the pentecost and you know, peter got, got up and he is, uh, was establishing the church and there was a great outpour people were getting saved slaying the spirits, speaking in unknown languages speaking in unknown tongues that invoked uh persecution to uh, to the to the christians around them right and so, um, what ended up happening was, while Peter had been arrested, um, there was a gathering, a, a gathering of believers, and they were interceding. And they begin to experience this persecution. And once they begin to experience this persecution, well, they begin to pray. They didn't pray, um, God, leave. Uh, uh, Vindicate me from my enemies. They didn't pray. God, stop the pain. Again, stop the threats that are coming against. This is what they prayed. So, this uh, Acts chapter 4. And again, I'm not going to go over all of it. This is going to be around about the 28th verse. It says, But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And then they pray, verse 29. Oh, Lord, our God, hear their threats. Give us your service, great boldness to preach your word. Stretch out your hands and your healing power. May the miraculous signs and wonders be done through your holy name, through your holy uh, servant, Jesus Christ watch well, this after they prayed the meeting place shook and they were filled with the holy spirit and they began to preach the word with boldness so they didn't pray god take away my enemies god uh, deal with people who are coming against me they said god give me your authority and your power to be able to move and do and operate in miraculous signs even greater even greater and the holy spirit fell and shook the place and they spoke the word of god with even more boldness ain't that powerful that is amazing okay so um number 10 there's some things you do have to turn away from uh second timothy 3 verse 5 it says in last days there will have there people have a form of godliness but deny the power turn away from such people um the kjv version says turn away the nlt says stay away from people like that so stay away from people who have a form of godliness but denying the power OK, um, other thing to understand is that First Corinthians 15, says evil communication corrupts godly character. Evil communication corrupts godly character. So You got to watch what you say, watch what you post and watch what you listen to. OK, I don't listen to gossip, rumors and slander about other people, OK, because it's going to corrupt my godly character however i to understand that people who are behind closed doors talking or speaking against you evil corruption evil communicate evil student communication corrupts godly character that's how you see people who Hear things about people and they start looking a little different. Like, I heard you were that person because evil communication corrupts godly character. So, unless I'm in a the therapy session, and I said this multiple times, unless I'm in a therapy session, I don't, uh, I can listen to what people are struggling with or going through. But on my outside world, when I'm around, just regular people i'm not going to sit here and talk about uh, other people even people that come against me the people that persecute me i don't call other people up like hey do you know what such and such did? do you know what such and such a they said this about me i don't even do that um because evil communication corrupts godly character and at the end of the day god sees what is going on behind the scenes right um put on the whole armor of god we're going to p- talk about that in a minute um so i'm gonna go there second timothy 3 12 and 13 Um, We're almost out of time. So that's why I'm rushing a little bit more. Um, Rushing a little bit more. Let me go back to 2 Timothy. So you you see, I had a whole bunch of scriptures today. 2 Timothy 3, 12, 13. Y'all, I love this scripture. It says, yes. And everyone who wants to live godly, everyone, listen, yes. And everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ, will suffer persecution but evil people and imposters will flourish so evil people people do evil and imposters so imposters mean fakers people who are imitated look to be like the real thing but they're really not they will continue to flourish they will deceive others and and will deceive themselves and and themselves be deceived but you must remain faithful for the things that you have been taught Remain faithful to the things that you have been taught. And there's, if there's anything else that I can tell you, you are not living for people. You are living for God remain faithful. God will speak to you in the midnight hour. God will begin to strengthen your heart. God will let you know in advance what people are going to say or do in advance. God will give you greater discernment. He'll give you greater power. He got to give you greater anointing, but you got to stay faithful. You got to stay faithful. God will give you peace in the midst of the storm, but you got to do what? You got to stay faithful. Regardless of what is going on around you, You got to stay faithful. Now, I did mention something earlier. I said, we will give an account for every idle word. We will give an account for every idle post. We will give an account for everything that we say, we do that is against someone else. Even if we think the other person did not see it or hear it, God sees it. And so we will give an account to every idle word, every lie that we speak, every sarcastic, petty comment that people post on social media. Every time somebody gossips against you and spreads rumors or lies or mistreats you, You guys, you will give an account to every right, every idle word on judgment day. And I gotta say this again, we're almost done, y'all. There is, there is, there is a day of judgment, and this is the time to get it right, okay? Don't hold any grudges, don't hold resentment, don't hold any bitterness towards anyone. Forgive, but there is a day of judgment. This is what I have said, and I'll continue to say, I forgive everybody. I forgive everybody. I'm too blessed to be stressed, <laughs> to, um, too blessed to allow other people's opinion of me, to determine me from who God has called me to be. I am going to continue on, but I will, and I will, and I will, I mean, I will set clear boundaries, right? Nothing wrong with that. Um, listen, Christians are those who are spiritually mature, have a responsibility to tell the truth to save you from judgment. And this a big thing, Christians judging and they always have some judgment and they're Christian and you all have some Christians that are judgmental, but there's sometimes we call Christians judgmental and they're just telling us the truth. And we're saying, oh, you're being judgmental to me, but you're going to face judgment. So Christians have a responsibility to tell you the truth to try to save you from the pending judgment because God is the righteous judge. You know, and then we, and no need to, to, you know, oh, God am not a Christian. I don't want these Christians to judgment. Christians are just people. And if they judge you negatively, that's on them. But you're going to stand before the righteous judge. And you want to stand before the righteous judge with your heart clean. Because he may say, depart from me, you workers that were next to you. I never knew you. Don't be afraid of judgment. Be afraid of God's judgment. Anyway, let's keep moving. We're just about done. Um, One of my favorite scriptures, just to go line with what I said, is Ezekiel chapter 3. Ezekiel chapter 3. For the sake of time, I will not read all of it. God told Ezekiel, I'm sending you out to a rebellious people. He said, they're not going to listen to me. He said, if you declare my word, the blood will be off your hands. Whether they listen or whether they don't, the blood is off of your hands. He said, if you don't declare the word, they're still going to keep sinning. I'm going to hold you responsible. I'm going to hold you responsible for their blood because you did not declare the word. Then he says, however, if you declare the word and they don't listen, and he he, kind of gives his preface, they're not going to listen because they are a rebellious people. He said, when they don't listen, the blood, you still speak the word, but the blood is not going to be on your hands because you spoke the word of God. Now, again, Ezekiel chapter three, you read it on your own time. So people who are spiritual leaders and ministers, the people who tell us, they have a responsibility to tell us the truth. They have a t- responsibility to tell us we're wrong, to tell us about sin, to get it right before God. That's just the truth. Now, some people are mean about, some people are nice Sometimes what I've learned just in my life, sometimes, and this is what I have experienced, this is what I experienced on yesterday. You can have the best intentions. You can say it softly. You can say it nicely. You can say, oh, I don't, I don't want you feel any kind of way but god is saying you can be mean god is saying, because you know sometimes when you operate under the noise you just be bold in the name of jesus you know sometimes it happens that way you know and that's fine too you can say Oh, the love of jesus wants you to be whole they still gonna accuse you a bit because because people's perception is their perception no matter how you say it like, oh, you're judging me, you're and me, you're that me, you this, sometimes it had nothing to do with you, it has to do with their perception, because they're broken, and their perception is off, oh, speak the word, speak the word, my, my Bible teachers, my ministers, uh, my, my people who are led by God, speak the word, speak the word, when you're being led by the Holy Spirit, when you've been led by the Holy Spirit, he'll speak through you, so it's not you speaking. How should I say it? I don't want to judge people. I don't want them to think no kind of way. And what should I do? They're going to hate you anyway. If you've been led by the Holy Spirit, it is him speaking in, in you and through and not you. Being got to have tough skin. I told God, listen, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to dedicate my life to you. And I'm gonna do this thing. If I gotta rock with it all by myself, I am going. And I thank God I don't. I know there are many believers. I'm not that. Yes, I'm just me and Jesus. No, there are many believers. But I made them in my mind. If that was the case, I'm gonna serve God by myself. If I have to, I don't got to. Thank you, God. Thank God for God connections. But if it came to it, my good sis, my brother if it came to it. I can live and die, but I live and die for Christ for Christ. You can take everything away from me. You can take my car, you can take my degrees, you can take my house, you can take my possessions, you can take away everything from me. You will never take away my relationship with God. never. And that's why I can be strong and that's why I can have inner resolve. That's why I love me because I have a relationship with my father God and he speaks to me directly. So it doesn't matter what you face, remember the God that you serve. All right, at least a few bonus ones. Um, um and then we really are done. I only have like three, four points, but they're really, <laughs> we're really dead, we really did. I'm gonna talk about something else. I'm talk about something else. Um, give me one minute here. I had a lot of scriptures today. I usually don't have this many scriptures, but we can go with it. We can go with it, right? So first John chapter two, we start at the ninth verse. Listen to this. This is good. If anyone claims I'm living in the light, but hates a fellow believer, that person is still living in darkness. Ooh, that hurts, right? That hits, right? That's, let that deal with it. You cannot say you love God and you hate another believer. Ooh, say that again. You cannot say you love God and you hate another believer. Hate is never okay. Sometimes it can be hard to love, but, it, but hate is never really appropriate, an appropriate response at all. That's why you have to have a relationship with God. Keep bringing it before the father. Father, I love you. Father, I love you. I'm experiencing experience this persecution. But Lord, bless this person. Lord, touch them. Lord, I forgive them. Lord, you keep, you keep dealing with their heart, Lord. You just deal with it. But you cannot say you. So I want to deal with it. Because you see people. Well, I'm, I'm a Christian. Well, I'm a, you know, I heard people say I'm a pastor. But I can't deal with certain Christians. I can't, I can't stand religious Christians. Now, people with religious spirit are very difficult to deal with. I will agree. But again, you cannot say you love God and you hate somebody right? Anyone who who loves a fellow believer, verse 10, is living, anyone who loves a fellow believer is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. Verse 11, uh, but anyone who hates a fellow believer is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go having been blinded by darkness. There are people who are blinded by their own darkness. They cannot see the tree from the forest. They are blind. <laughs> they are blind to their own deception. It is hard to love people like that, but you cannot hate them, okay? Uh, second, the same, first uh, John, excuse me, 2, 15 and 16, right? We, we almost done, y'all, hang with me. Do not love the world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers you only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything you see, a pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the father, but they are from the world. This world is fading away along with everything that people crave, but anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So and I love it because, you know, uh, the world offers you physical cravings. It also offers you the pleasures of life, what you see, what you smell, what you sense. Um, we can't have pride in our accomplishments. There's nothing wrong with having accomplishments. Okay, I am very grateful for the accomplishments that I have, but I can't have pride in those because at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I can't take it heavy with me, right? So we have to have a relationship with God, not a relationship with the world. And if you have a Christian who's more carnal, I don't know, sis, we have to have a relationship with God not and and not love the world right okay uh three more points and then we're done no two more points excuse me and then we're really 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 all done first john 2 18 oh that's a lot okay i'm gonna read it (laughs) i'm not gonna read all of it though dear children the last hour is here it is here y'all Um, You have heard that the Antichrist is coming and already many Antichrists have appeared for this we know that the last hour has come these people left our churches what did they do they left churches. these are the people i'm a christian i don't believe in church and then these churches passes and they just all crooked and rude and, and crude and never and all got a piece of passes this is this is what the scripture said these people verse 19 first john 2 verse 19 for these people left churches but they never really belonged to us in the in the first place when you have a relationship with god you will attend a church that you're being fed don't you don't to no dead church A church where you're being led and fed of God. For these people left our churches but never really belonged to us, otherwise, they would have stayed with us. When they left, it proved that they did not belong to us. But verse 20, but you are not like that, for the Holy One has given you His Spirit, and all of you know the truth. I'm writing this to you because you do not know the truth, not because you don't know the truth. But because you know the you know the difference, you know the difference between a truth and a lie. Now, when you are really being led by the Holy Spirit and you really truly got God, you know when somebody is giving you a straight up lie. Sometimes you may not be able to kind of put what the lie is, but she like oh, they don't. Some don't make sense. Oh, Hmm. Something in your spirit said. Like, no, that's that's off. Now, if you quick to believe a lie, we have to rightly discern according to scripture that you may not necessarily have a good amount of discernment or you may not belong to God. Okay. It is what it is. Let's keep moving. Uh, and who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Hmm. Hmm. Anyone who says Jesus is not the Christ is a liar. Verse 24, then we're going to be done. This is a long scripture, but I'm not going to read all this. 24 and uh, 25. So you must re- remain faithful. You, if, that's, if there's anything else I can tell you to deal with persecution, you have to remain faithful. You must m- remain faithful to what you've been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with his son and with his father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life he has promised us. For I am writing this to you to warn you about those who are being led astray. There are people who are being led astray. Okay? And the last thing that we're going to do, we talk about deal with persecution. Um put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God when you deal with persecution, it really is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle against your destiny. It's a spiritual battle against your purpose. It's a spiritual battle against your assignment. It's a spiritual battle. It is a spiritual battle. So the scripture says, put on the whole armor of God so you'll be able, am I right? oh yeah, I'm so loud. <laughs> you'll be able to resist the enemy, um, resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing strong. How the, would how the word define this? He defined it clearly. As a battle, so stand firm, okay. Stand firm, putting on your battle of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For the shoes, put on a piece that comes from the good news that you'll be fully prepared for. In addition to those, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery darts of the enemy. Put on salvation, the salvation as your helmet, and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion stay alert persistent in all in your prayers for all believers everywhere and pray for me paul said ask uh, god to give me the right word so i can boldly declare and explain god's mysterious plans put on the whole armor of god put on the whole armor of god i love how it says praying, uh, and the things that i experienced um one Of the things I've done is my prayer life has increased tremendously, my relationship with God has increased tremendously. Um, I have um, heard from God and had conversations with God in ways I have never. I'm telling you, prayer changes things when I get in. When you get to pray, you're like, Father God in the name, and and and, and Father, from the heavens and, and, and being deep and intellectual, God tell me what you want me to do. God, let me hear your voice. God, I know this is your will. God, I praise you. I don't know what's going on, but I praise you. Prayer, worship, and pray. Lastly, uh, so what is the belt? Belt means truth. And I'm reading this from, uh, okay, there, I don't know if you can see. Uh, Can you see that? Okay, this is the new living translation. There's like a little diagram. I'm not gonna read all this, but it explains in detail what the, um, what the armor is about so is truth so the devil it says application the devil fights us with lies the enemy's strategy is to fight us with what lies and sometimes his lies sound like truth is what it says believers have God's truth however uh however believers have my neighbors are like out loud believers have God's truth however um uh, that can be Believers have God's truth that defeat the lies. So the more you get in his word, you begin to discern what is true and what is not. Sometimes the truth sounds like the truth and it kind of looks like the truth. And it kind of makes sense, but it's not the truth. But if you have a relationship with God um, and the belt of truth, it, it, it'll it'll save you from deception. Body armor is righteousness. The the devil often attacks our heart, the seed to our emotions, our identity and our trust. God's righteousness is the armor. Um, that protects our hearts and ensures um, the body armor protect and ensures what is it his approval right armor your armor your shoes of the peace that comes through the word of god the devil wants us to think that telling others the good news is worthless and, and a hopeless task but we must put on the shoes of peace okay and speak for the mind of the word of god the mind of the word of god with great power okay i know i'm looking away a lot but again y'all because i have my bible right here the shield okay um the shield which represents faith this is when we see our uh when we see what we see are the devil's attacks in the form of insult listen to me how the devil attacks you um Through insults, through setbacks, and temptations, but the shield of faith protects us from the fiery darts of the enemy. The shield of the faith protects us from the fiery darts of the enemy. Um, Last two is the helmet of salvation. The devil wants us to make us doubt God and doubt His salvation. The helmet protects our minds. Keep putting in the Word of God in our minds and the Spirit of Truth, which is the Word of God. As the Word of God is the only Listen, to this. it's the only offense, offensive weapon in the armor. All others are defensive in nature. There are times that we need to take the offensive against the devil. When we are tempted, we need to trust in the truth of God's word. When you are dealing with persecution, when you are dealing with setbacks and things and people coming against you, you got to recognize who your real enemy is the bible says we fight not against flesh and blood it doesn't say we don't fight it says we don't fight against flesh and blood but we fight against principalities against powers against spiritual weaknesses and high places there's you cannot deal with this persecution with fleshy, fleshly weapons it has to be a blood wash bible believing spirit led christian don't allow discouragement to set in. Don't allow bitterness to set in. Don't allow resentment to sit in. Don't allow uh, the accusations of others cause you to doubt who God, who you are in God. You stand firm on the word of God, but also understand you will deal with persecution. But the more you stay in the word, God will strengthen your heart. So it doesn't even impact you. You'll be persecuted and people coming against you and just smile. Hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. And many from your whole heart. Because you have God's spirit on the inside of you again. We will, we will, we will deal with persecution. But what are you going to do about it? You can't fight. You can't keep trying to explain yourself. Now that's one thing I've been guilty of doing, trying to keep playing. And the more you say this, it's like literally one in one ear, out the other. That people say things when well, you said such a this And, that. and you said, No, I didn't. That ain't in my character. In one ear, out the other. But when you know who you are in God he will fight your battles. There's a lot more I can say, but that's an hour, like I think five minutes. I'm good to go from here, y'all. So, I'll okay, to keep, keep uh, in touch at www.samariacobra.com. That is my website. You can follow me on all social medias. Um, also, I have a YouTube channel. This will be available via playback on my YouTube channel as well. Again, that's www.samariacobra.com. Um, my next live is www. My, my next live. My other website that you may find interesting, my counseling website is www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. Um, it's been real, y'all. We we'll gonna be next week, another another day, next Sunday, five o'clock p.m. And again, you can always watch them on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe if you watch this video. YouTube, okay? Thank you guys so much. Bye. <laughs>